talk hurricanes on the line. We always looking for a QB to drop some dime. We talking to you with Sebastian Lane. Only scouting five star players to impact the game. And the whole point is to make a run for the ship. Throwing bones, whether we at home or on a trip. What we want, blue chips. Or a beast in the middle of that defense to make a hit or flip. When he try to come through the eight gap without plot, you can bet whoever got the rock face gets slapped. You know that you only bring in the fastest. Bonafide athletes that can catch it or pass it. Electrifying talent that can take you to the house. Coming for the top dogs, I'm the coasting in the south. So if you think you know the game, get your talk on. And if you ain't riding with the canes, go ahead and get your walk on. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane. And scouting the recruits that can really bang Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane And scouting the recruits that can really bang Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again Welcome back to another Sebastian Lane your boy Rasta and Dave, obviously not coming off of exciting, you know, victorious win. Now sitting at four and one, getting ready to head into a huge, huge game. Um, obviously, another primetime game, which is what I think the the program needs. Obviously, brings a lot of light to to the school that we haven't had in a while, and we got like multiples within the next couple of weeks. Um, so obviously, a lot to look forward to. Yes, I know it's not as, as what we all expected, what we all wanted. It's been beat down the bushes, through the trails, and up the trees all week. Um, so it is kind of what it is. There's no really way to put around it. Yes, the ACC is a bunch of idiots, but we should be used to this by now. Um, I've said it plenty all over the timeline. If you've been following me, just don't leave the game in the ref's hands. They're trash. They're complete, but, I mean, nothing we can really do, you know. Got to play the game. What they call is what they call. And obviously, the ACC is going to back them and support them. So it is what it is. We're going to get into that tonight. Obviously, we have some huge news even coming out of the loss. So we'll get into that a little bit. Some more news getting ready to trickle through the next couple of weeks. Um, got a big game. Got a few big games coming. So let's get right into this, man. First off, how you doing tonight? How's everything going? How you been this week? I'm good. I'm good. I've got better as the week's going on. Uh, obviously, like you said, not going to spend a lot of time, but, you know, I'll be honest with you, Saturday night, like I wasn't even mad. I was in shock. I was numb, uh, just kind of staring at the TV like what just happened. Uh, I'll say this about the refs. They were consistent in the fact that they consistently suck. Um, Did they, that all year. It, it was, yeah, and Saturday was just like they like really wanted to – like up their game like it's been that way all year but saturday i mean just blatant i'm just gonna call it like it is it was it was just blatant it was you could just tell you could literally see a smirk on dude's face when he was making calls against mm -hmm. us and it just continued to the point when it came down to that call and we know what that call was what we all talking about i said they're not going to reverse that and the folks i was watching the game with was like no they have to i said bro i'm telling you they've not done it all game and they didn't um, it was a horrible call, um, you know, shouldn't have come to that or whatever, but still, man, it was absolutely horrible. ACC rest, you suck. Whoever made that call in the replay booth, you suck. Wherever you were, you suck. I'm just telling you, it's horrible. And to sit there and do that, you put, you know, you don't want to put the, the game in officials' hands, but when their calls affect the outcome, you know what I'm saying? You watch 10 games, you're going to see missed calls in all 10 games. That's just part of it. But bro, that that right there, what we saw is just unacceptable. There's no excuse for it. So you know, I'll I'll, I'll leave it alone and move on. You know, but it was horrible. So uh, yeah, I think I want to do a show where we just put up all the missed calls. I would love to. Not not even the the like the penalties we get called that are just horrible. Yeah, I want to yeah. put up like just clips of just <laughs> missed calls by ACC. Yeah. You know, just and, and my thing is, and I said this, I said this before, even before this game. It's not even just the Miami game. No, they not, are yeah. trash. Like, they suck, bro. Yeah, and honestly, it's like 
it's not just Miami. It's not just ACC. It's across the country. And ACC, now, listen, I'm going to tell you, y'all are, like, leading the pack. But, like, it, <laughs> what, I mean, you, you know, you go and watch, you know, you know, this weekend there's game. You know, you go watch Texas A&M and Tennessee. You go watch across the ACC, whatever you want. There, It's like that across yeah. the country. I don't – it's been that way for a minute this year. I've noticed maybe I'm paying more attention. It's been right. just horrible, man, across the country. And the ACC is really, really bad. So, yeah, I'm all in for that. And, you know, hey, if, if you catch wind of this show, you see this show, and you got anything to do with officiating, you want to come on here, and maybe I'm wrong. I would love for you to come on here and argue with me. I am up for it. The man's whole tricep, bro, Saturday was on the ground. Not just his elbow, his whole uh, – he's taking a nap for like a full <laughs> before dude even made the move, right? Bro. Here I am saying I was going to shut up, and here I go again. But it was just – we're literally 5-0. and oh. You know, we're literally 5-0. and oh. And it hurts, man. You know, you lose a game, miss field goal. You know, you drop a ball, you do something. Bro, that was – that was awful. Like I saw after the game, people brought up the Duke game, right? Oh, yeah. uh, look what the look what uh, happened with the Duke. One thing was that even, and I'm not talking down on us, but back, bro, that was two middle of the road ACC teams. Nobody even cares. You can review it. You can flip it. I don't really care. I, I'm not walking around here bragging to beat Duke. No, I know. But obviously, this year when Riley was healthy, I'll give you that. Yeah, but. Yeah. I didn't. That wasn't a game. I'm sitting here hype, and you know, I don't care about a game. You have a a game right now that legitimately could. You got three teams still undefeated in the ACC. Yeah, yeah. play each other and could easily go undefeated. But the same way they can go undefeated, we could have two. Yeah, you should have. You should have four. You should have four undefeated teams right now. Correct. And that, like, like I said, you know, it's one thing, the ref, you know, you don't want to put, but to affect the outcome like that when it's, it's, there's no question of what the call was. You didn't have to look at it for 15 minutes, but you we did. Would've, we would have ran another play. After yeah. that play, we would have ran another play. Yeah. And so I you just wasted, like, and my thing is, as bad as the ACC is, as bad as the, as the ratings are, you know how good it would have looked for you guys to have four. That's what I'm saying. Five, yeah. undefeated Four undefeated teams. And yeah. honestly, it's, it's the guys that you thought would have been your blue bloods. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was crazy to have. So just look at that. Four undefeated teams. You would have had two of them battling out this weekend. You know what I'm saying? You talk about hopping that game up. Uh, you it know what I mean? And then, and then depending on how that goes, you know, Florida State for us down the road and, and yeah. all this, man. And then Louisville, you know what I'm saying? We get I mean, all of them. It's, we get it's to all of them. Yeah, it's wide open. Like, the ACC my, is cooking if that happens. Bro, my thing is, is people talk about how bad our schedule is, how I mean, we play nobody. Bro, Florida State's undefeated. Louisville's undefeated. North Carolina's undefeated. Clemson's 4-2. and two, Probably going to be, you know, our – yeah, they're four and two. They'll probably be five and two by the time we play them. Like by the time all this stuff adds up, bro, mm-hmm. we're looking at playing a lot of top teams bro, at okay. the end of the day. You still got A and M, who I get it. They lost to Alabama last week, but who doesn't? You it's know, at the end of the day, I get it. You know, but then yeah. you turn around and you have that schedule that we're going like we're going to face. You still get like a four and two NC State. Like, yeah. it's not like we're – and I get it. Everybody wants to hype up the SEC. Some of these teams will go in the SEC and, and and be a decent team over there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You want to talk about our schedule and stuff. I think there's a couple of ACC teams that have played some SEC teams. They have. Here. And, I, and if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's worked out pretty well in our favor so I far. We're like oh. a 6-1 or 7-1. The only loss was Tennessee and Virginia. Virginia oh. just won their first game last yeah. week against – James Madison, or what? I, I forgot who it was. Yeah, but I get it. Like the NCC, people want to hype it up. SEC just—it's not what they were. It's—it's it's not. People you say it won't. And I and I know I know Coach Cristobal took full responsibility. I get it. Like I'm not going to harp on this, but I just want to make a point. Right. Like if if you just get that call right, and it wasn't a hard call to make, we're not even talking about that. Nobody's right. even paying attention to the fact that we didn't take any. We should have. Right. We should have stopped it. I get all of that. But if you just get the call right, and it wasn't a difficult call. It's not like you're looking to see if he was still in bounds or is he juggling the ball. 
bro, it was clear cut as yeah. I've ever seen. And it's just 4K. Just, it's not that you didn't get it right. You chose not to get it right. You didn't exactly. want to get it right. Just because you reviewed it yeah. and still caught it wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, I, all I got to say, Vegas is a powerful tool, and I'm just going to drop I'm it. I'm trying to tell you. I, I better hush. We're we going to get kicked. So, moving right into, obviously, probably the ACC game of the week here. Mm-hmm. Even though I know I, I still think you got to go when the Florida State-Syracuse. Yeah. You know, Syracuse didn't do what they're supposed to the last two weeks. I get it. But we're now headed to Chapel Hill. It's a 7.30 p.m. game. Prime time. We're on ABC. Biggest game probably of Mario's tenure at the moment because coming off that loss, you still have a chance to win the ACC. You still have a chance to really turn your, your season around and show that you're moving forward, right? We, we go up to face an undefeated top 15 North Carolina team. We haven't beat them four years. We're over four in the last four years. Mac Brown's just had the number. You got a Heisman faith, but you know, Heisman candidate. And uh, Drake May, they get their their star transfer portal receiver back, Tez Walker. Uh, now you got a defense that looks like they're feeling confident with one another. Walk me through this North Carolina offense. What's it going to take for for North Carolina's offense to be successful? Yeah, so start with Drake May, right? Like you hear a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of buzz around him, right? And and I get it, you know, it's good. But if you look at his stats and then you go look at Tyler Van Dyke's stats, right? Um, if you want to average things out, they're not that they're not that far off. You've got, you know, Drake May throwing for like sixteen twenty nine on the year. He's literally like a full game, three hundred yards up, you know, past Tyler Van Dyke. But then right. you look at the quarter, the the touchdown to, to interception numbers, you know, eight touchdowns to four. Tyler Van Dyke's got 12 touchdowns to four. So, you know, it, it really averages out a lot of talk around Drake, man. I'm not taking anything away from him, but, right. you know, I think what I would like to see, and I know I sound like a broken record here, but, you know, get some pressure on him and, and see what happens. You know, I, I want to see this D-line start to eat a little bit. Uh, I agree. We continue to suffer on the back end a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I would love to see some pressure on him. Um, They have now wide receiver distribution. He throws it around. He throws it to a lot of dudes, and that includes those tight ends. They got three tight ends that they use a lot. And, you know, they they got uh, uh, Montrez Walker back, uh, you know, uh, came, came back last week. I believe, right? And so right. Uh, he's got a game under his belt now. That's a dude that can hurt you. Um, yep. So they, they got some dudes. Um, they've got, you know, McCollum and Jones as well. So it's, it's a team that's got a lot, a lot of weapons. He can throw it around where, you know, you can't really key on one guy and take him out. If you do, then he's got other options. But, again, his numbers are not astronomical this year. Like you think right. when you hear his name. Uh, they, they can run the ball as well. Uh, Hampton is having a really good year, you know, five yards or so carry on the ground. Um, so, you know, a lot of different options there that you can look at. But I, I would love to be able to see us get some pressure on them. And I think if you do that, that's that's going to be a difference maker. You don't want to give him time to just stand back there and use those weapons and pick you apart across the field. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, as, as you know, obviously we look into it, this game, they, I mean, no, nobody's doubting them statistically, you know, nope. as far as what they can do on the football field, where, where they're able to to score. I mean, that, that offense is it's pretty lethal. Um, so I think, like, defensive-wise, I want to jump into that real quick. And I'll, I'll talk a little stats and stuff like that. Um, but as I look at their defense, they're pretty decently led. Um, um a senior-led football team. So I think as, as I'm looking into their, you know, statistics and stuff like that, it doesn't surprise me because they have guys like Miles Murphy up front, um, Kevin Hester, but they're also able to rotate some guys, you know, um, and they got some pretty good depth there. And I think, like, when I look at it, that's going to be, to me, the key to this game. If we can dominate the trenches, I think we'll be all right. Their secondary does not scare me. Um, 
I think this should be a game. I, I've been saying this. I feel like, you know, I'm a broken record here. But Kobe Young has got to find a breakout game. He's just got to. I was hoping to be last game. You know, he felt like I felt like he was going to get a little confident after that simple game. Maybe some bi-week jitters. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what happened. But I feel like he's got to be able to take over this game. Yeah. Because we're going to have to have somebody making plays. And you're going to have to get your guys one-on-one and just let your playmakers make plays. Because that D-line, if, if they really – if they are healthy and their D-line is able to get through – I personally, I think their D line will be our our biggest tough, uh, our toughest test since A and M. I don't think they're A and M, but Georgia Tech gave us some fits last week with stuns and some delayed blitzes, and I, maybe we're just we hadn't seen that from Georgia Tech all year. So, you know, maybe our O line was just kind of caught off guard. TVD was whatever. I don't think we'll be caught off guard here with UNC. I think our O line should be able to to handle them but i do think their d-line is their strongest point so as long as our o-line can hold up i think we'll be able to take care of their defense their d-line but they are you know they got a lot of snaps they got a lot of um experience there it's gonna be a tough test and it's gonna take a lot you know for our o-line to be aggressive be be i, I think i think physically we'll out physical them I don't see us yeah. uh, not matched. Yep. I mean, they got good size and all that. Don't get me wrong. But I think up front, as long as we're healthy, you know, I know last week we kind of had a little scare with, with Francis. I think he'd be okay for this game. But as long as we're healthy, I think physically, bro, we can take over that game. Um, now, obviously, it's got to happen. said the same last week. But motivation should be there. The want, the drive, the passion should be there. I think they got kind of like a little wake-up call. Put these games away. Go every single drive and score. It doesn't matter if you get a field goal. It doesn't matter. Because we it broke three zip at halftime last week. That's that's a no-no. <laughs> and it, it was like at that moment, I was like, I'm, I'm actually kind of scared. I looked at my wife, bro. I said, I'm scared. Three yeah. zip. That is just our defense plays lights out. And yeah. I think that's – I think we'll be okay this week. Um, obviously, I, 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 I can expect the worst, you know, just because I got to see it. But – Defensively, I think they can't match up, you know, even with us on offense. And obviously, you got to execute. Hopefully, the coaches scheme, you know, out scheme them and stuff like that. But I want to put these stats because we just talked about North Carolina's offense, right? Their defense as well. Mm-hmm. Offensively, they're averaging almost 37 points a game. Mm-hmm. Not really that bad. Um, obviously, the, the low-scoring low game last week hurt us because we were above 40. But North Carolina's defense is only giving them 90, 90, or 19 points, I'm sorry. Um, and they're they're giving up almost just as much first downs defensively as they are gaining first downs. So not I personally don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, I don't think it's much gap there. Um, but they are – doing their thing on the ground. Can't I, I can't knock them. They're averaging almost 174 yards on the ground, um, 4.2 uh, yards per carry. They got 13 touchdowns on the ground. But then as I turn around here and I look at their defense, their defensive uh, run stop is not I – mean, they're giving up 120 yards on the ground, um, four, four yards of carry, but they're giving off eight touchdowns on the ground. So – I think we can exploit that a little bit um, as long as, like I said, as long as we're filling ourselves, as long as we're doing what we're supposed to. Through the air, they're get, they're averaging about 326 yards in the air, obviously, with Drake May. Um, he's got to if he's a Heisman candidate. But only eight touchdowns. So mm-hmm. they got more rushing touchdowns than they do passing, which is yep. okay, understandable, you know. Uh, but they're giving up 217 in the air. But they've only given up two touchdowns in the air, so I, th- that to me is somewhat impressive. So you see, either the pass rush is is getting there, or their secondary is, is put you know getting hands on the ball. Uh, but it could be at the same time very similar to what um, UNC's offense is doing. They could be letting teams get in the red zone, 
and just let them rush, you know, rush it in because they're not giving up like a, a long, like a lot of long rushes. So yeah, that's kind of like where I stand. I think we can exploit that a little bit, but we definitely need to get our running game going. And I think the running game will open up the passing game. So uh, one thing I am skeptical on is the penalties. The uh, USC is, is somewhat disciplined, um, averaging about four or five penalties a game. Not that much, to be honest with you. Um, they're, it, uh, opposing teams are averaging about seven to eight. So it's kind of nervousing to me because you know how refs are with us. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got a strong suspicion. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that North Carolina looks really disciplined when it comes to penalties uh, Saturday. Uh, that, that's what's going to happen. Here's the thing, though. You go in there and you know what's going to happen, right? And you just got to go in there, bro. You got to go in there. You, I, I, I like what you said about the physicality side of things. North Carolina is, you know, they got weapons. They got dudes. Defensive line, I understand. They're not an extremely physical team. Now, that defensive line does concern me a little bit. But, you know, one of our strengths this year is, is, is their own line. So, you know, that, that, should, that should work out in their favor. I want to see Tyler Van Dyke come in and do his thing. He, he looked totally out of sync. Last week, he didn't look right. It showed his face a couple of times. Dude just looked like a freshman that got put in a natty game. Yeah, and he just, he just yeah. didn't look right. I want to see him come back and and I just go in there and play your game, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Out physical them, run the ball if we need to. They're yeah. calling for rain. Uh, supposed to be about an inch and a half to two inches of rain falling that day, and then we go in there at night. Yeah. So I don't know what that field's going. Uh, right. We'll see what it does that night. I don't know if the rain will stop that night or not, but that could be a factor. But it should be a factor for both sides. If it's a factor right. for us, it's a factor for them. So, right. you know, go in there and play a game, man. Like I said, just go in there and be physical. And I think the physical aspect should should be enough to play in their favor, and especially getting into that game late. Well, and, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because obviously those are keys to winning deep are on the offense side. Needless just aside, I think this is a game where our linebackers are going to have to be yeah. what makes a difference because Drake May has the ability to hurt you with his feet. Um, obviously, he's got crazy arm talent, but he's a quarterback that can he can he can hurt you with his feet. Um, and then if you kind of lay off to to you know focus on that, he can hurt you with his arm. So I think this is going to be the game where linebacker play Francisco and all that they're going they're going to play huge. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I thought we played defensively one of our best games um, last week. And a lot of that, to me, is our defensive line. Ruben Bain has really grown into himself. And I think that's what we all expected, you know. Um, maybe not get thrown to the fire like he has. And we do uh, – Mesador is, is huge, like, loss right now. But having somebody like Ruben Bain, Nigel Lee Kelly – like they're rotating, and that D line is eating. Um, LT has has kind of started living up to that hype. You know, he's he's really eating, but I'm obviously getting held and all that. It doesn't help. Um, like watch uh, Ruben Bain get tackled last week after he beat his uh, his guard, and they tackle him at his, at his kneecaps. And of course, no no flag was called. It ended up being a touchdown that Haynes King ran in, but. I think that's kind of what's helping our linebackers right now is that D-line is really jelly. And we're not really having to blitz as much. I want to see more blitzes. Oh, I would love to. Especially yeah. this week. Um, I, I think they can hurt us, obviously. But I think this is a game where our linebackers are going to have to take over. You're going to have to spy Drake May almost all game. Um, but I think you just – you face Haynes King. Um Wagner from from A and M. You have Bethune's Cook, Miss quarterback, who's a scrambler. Uh, uh, EJ Warner, the kid from Temple. He wasn't so much of a scrambler, but obviously he can get out there and and kind of extend the play. You face some guys who can make plays with their feet, so this isn't new. You know, this isn't new territory. But I think you're going to see two of the best wide receivers you've seen since A and M. And I think these wide receivers will test us. But I like what Daryl Porter has been doing this year. I like mm -hmm. what James Davis has done. Mm -hmm. And shout out to my guy, James Williams. Big time. Yeah. Taking 
off. Absolutely. Um, so, and obviously, if those guys want to, to, to go to the next level, bro, they've got to keep going. You know, this yeah, has got to, to be something huge for them. So, um, those are my keys to winning on defense, and I think our defense will be just fine. I think we hold them to, like, 24, 27 points. I got us winning 33 to, like, 27. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you on the score. I, I've got something like 31 31 24 somewhere in that range something like that i I agree i agree with you on the score uh i I definitely i would love it would make me a happy man to see more blitzes i would love to see that and i I think i I think you're going to need to do that we know what drake may is and we know what weapons he has and if again if you allow him to sit back there and just kind of you know scan the field and hit those dudes it's going to be a long long day but uh offensively and play calling. I, I've been all with you. I've been with you up until last week, and I something some happened. But I, I would, this week. yeah, I, I would love to see you know a little, a little better play calling this week. And and I feel like you're going because you're going to have to. I mean, if For you sure. ain't gonna, if you ain't going to break it out, if you ain't going to break it out, versus UNC, I don't. know. I guess you're going to take it to the grave because this, this I, is it. This is it. We got a loss now, right? So it's it's time to get that thing going. Uh, actually, not get it going, just get it back to where it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got to get it back on the ball. I would love a yeah. 40-point game. Yeah, yeah, just get it back on there. So let's go get a win at Chapel Hill for a change. For the first time in a while. So obviously, this is last week's picks. Um, not a bad week for either, either one of us. Uh, Dave went 11-4. I went 10-5. On the year right now, Dave's 42 of 22 and on 40 of 25. So not horrible. I definitely need a huge week this week, which kind of gets me into our um, – this is, should actually say week seven. My apologies. But Sebastian Lane, week seven, pick em. Um We're going to kind of go through it like we did last week, one by one, and then at the end we'll kind of finish it up, wrap it up. Um, so – Dave gave his score prediction for Miami. I gave uh, mine. Obviously, we both lost that game last week. We don't really <laughs> count those um, because obviously we're never going to pick Miami to lose. It's just right. it's not in us. Um, so let's get into this week seven. Um, oh my bad, hit the wrong button. So first game of the week, Texas A&M travels to Knoxville, Tennessee, to play Tennessee Vols. This actually, I kind of went back and forth with this one. Obviously, I got AM because uh, I need AM to bounce it back. Yep. But Tennessee kind of did what they're supposed to do against South Carolina, and it looked like, okay, it's Tennessee back. But then I thought about it, and I was like, Tennessee still hasn't really faced a good defense outside of uh, their big loss. So. To me, I got AM's defense coming up big here, and I think AM can score. I'm not sure if, if Milk can still hit the broadside of a barn yet. So obviously, I got to go AM here. I think it's close, though. I think it's like a 37 34 type of win. Yeah. Yeah, I got AM as well. Uh, Milton can hit the broadside of a barn if that barn is about 150 yards away from it. <laughs> That boy can throw it from here to the interstate, uh, where who it lands, you know, where it ends up. Who knows? Arm right. strength is not a question with him, but you know, I just, you know, I got AM. and I'll, I'll just say it. I got a And M because they're playing Tennessee. <laughs> and I knew that. I, I you kinda... know, you already know this. But but plus, in in all seriousness, though, we I, I want a And M. I'm pulling for them just because they're on our our, our strength schedule, right? So we kind of need that. So yeah, I got the Aggies. So next game we're rolling for Arizona traveling all the way up to Washington State here. Um, Washington State coming off a devastating loss to me. Uh, I really thought we were going to pull it out last week against UCLA. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, I think they rebound here. And I think they catch the Wildcats on um, on a bad week. I think they, they beat the dogs not out of them. I know you picked Arizona last week, and they almost pulled that out. I was kind of like that—that that was blown. So I think they got a really good defense. They just that offense just kind of shit the bed last week, and I don't think they have it to make up. I think Washington State's defense is is for real. 
Yeah. Um, I got I got the Cougars here. Yeah. I picked Arizona last week, like you said. They let me down, so I'm done with you. Uh, and <laughs> I just I just, at the end of the day, Washington State, like I said last week, I again, like you said, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Yeah. Uh here hands they, they just the better football team. And I think coming off of last week, like you said, I think they rebound. I think they get things back to where they were. And I, I think they win this one. I don't think it's a, a real pretty game if you're an Arizona fan, honestly. Yeah, I got to change that up because you sent me Arizona at first. So remind me to fix that. Um, oh, did I? Yeah. Um, I could fix it because they're going to see it live anyway. So I'll fix it. Um, so this game is kind of interesting to me. Arkansas heads to Tuscaloosa. I went against the grain last week and I, I, I picked against Alabama, obviously, for AM's reason. But this Arkansas team is bad like they're they're not looking good right now at all um i thought they were going to be a little better um i, mean, I thought i thought you could honestly flip that record around for them before too i don't think this is i think it's a hard fought game i think alabama pulls it off like 37 27 type type one i think it's two score i got i got uh bama winning at home yeah i i got coach saban winning i, I don't think it's extremely close i don't think it's a total blowout but i i mean something like 37 20 38 21 somewhere in there i think they win by about three scores yeah yeah i think um i think bam was out for blood right now this the battle of the tigers this game here <laughs> is kind of interesting to me because i was i i couldn't pick out i couldn't pick lsu right like i was like no lsu pissed me off against you know florida state i won't pick them all this year until they put florida I need my record to get a little better here. I think LSU beats the Tigers in Death Valley. And um, honestly, I think this is going to be another slugfest. I think I think it's like a 27-14, 27-20. Like, I think it's actually a really good game. Um, LSU so sputtery. And uh, I went against them, and they, they ended up beating uh, Ole Miss. No, they lost to Ole Miss. I'm sorry. And um, – so it's kind of up and down with them for me. I just I gotta see it, but I'm gonna go LSU here. Yeah. What what time is that game Saturday? You know. Um. Uh, LSU Auburn. I think it's like a three. That's third. yeah. That's what I'm it's probably it's probably a question I should have asked before I made my pick, but uh, because like I said, that place is different at night. But I don't think it's a night. I think it's an afternoon. Either way, I. You, you said they were sputtery. Uh, that, that That's pretty accurate. I just got a feeling, man. I think Auburn goes in there and grabs one. I think it's a battle. I think it's a really, really tough physical SEC game. And I just that, that again, is, that's a night game. It is a night game. Here that we go. Awesome. Like I said, I probably should have looked at that before I picked Auburn. <laughs> this is going to make my pick even better, though, because I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with Auburn in this one. And I think they grab one. And I think it's something like a like a like a 24-21, 24-23 game. I think it's a, a just a old slugfest, and they come out with a point or two. I got Auburn. Old school game there. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So headed back to the West Coast, California travels to Utah. This game, I kind of sat back and forth with because mm-hmm. Utah, they, they've been really good. Yep. Um, obviously, their only loss being to um, to Oregon State. Or no, they beat Oregon State. Their only loss being to, I think, Washington State. And it kind of – this game kind of threw me off because Cal really did look the part the last couple of weeks. Obviously, they, they're 3-3. Three and three. They just can't finish the job. I still got Utah winning here because it's at home. It's in Salt Lake. If this game may have been at Cal, I might have uh, picked Cal for the upset here. I'm going to roll with the Utes here. Yeah, I'm going to go against the grain a little bit for me. I think I pick Utah every week. And this week I'm going with California. Just something's got to give eventually, and I think this might be the week. Again, this is just kind of a feeling I got. I've been been with Utah all – Every week that we've done this, right. and I just I, I think I think they're due. I just got a feeling, and it's I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with California on this one. Yeah, that one was was kind of interesting for me to to pick there. 
<laughs> you got the Hoosers traveling up to the big house this weekend. Um, Indiana sitting at two and three. They're always a hard fighting Big Ten team. And you got Michigan sitting there six and oh. And obviously they looked apart. The They're physical team. I think I, th- I think the Wolverines get it done here. Um, I think it's another smash mouth, you know, thirty-four to, to seventeen type of win, but I think it's just pretty. You know, it, it's Michigan just beats them soundly up front. Yeah. It, this is like if you pick an Indiana here, you just reaching honestly trying to to find an upset. I think I think Michigan handles it. They're, they're just a lot better. Not a lot to talk about. I think it's a I think it's a pretty uh, a pretty a pretty nice win for them. Not even close. Yeah, and no, I definitely agree. We have a a nice Kansas team here who who had a devastating loss to Texas a couple weeks ago, and then they go to uh, Oklahoma State here. Was kind of been a, I don't want to say a little underrated or um, disappointing because they're doing I know where they should be three and two, but I want to see more out of out of state here out of the Cowboys. But I'm going rock chalk on the road. Um, I, I think they get it done, bro. I like that team. That team yeah. is I like what they did up there. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna get some of that too. Rock chalk yeah. for me as well. I just I, I'm kind of impressed with Kansas a little bit. I think they got some things cooking, and I've not seen enough from Oklahoma State to convince me otherwise on this game. So I, I think they roll in there and just keep doing what they're doing, man. Give me the Jayhawks. Yeah, their their run run game, bro, is yeah, it's, it's impressive. This man, I sat here for five or ten minutes with this one. <laughs> Missouri travels to Lexington, both five and one. Missouri mm-hmm. had a night. Nice little run, and then Kentucky ran into that wall of Georgia of the Bulldogs and got embarrassed. But I got them regaining strength um, in the in the East here. I'm going Kentucky. Um, I think I think the the Wildcats will will, and I think it's I think I think it's a good game, but I think it's one of those 34, 31, 37, 35. I think it's going to be a real good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mizzou kind of playing around, man. Like acting like there's somebody and sitting here at five and one and coming into Lexington. And look, man, I, I'm a fan of Coach Stoops. Uh, I, I like what he's doing there. But the only thing, and I've mentioned this before, the only thing that they miss for me is just the ability to stomp somebody out when it's time. You know what I'm saying, and just continue to do what yeah. they're going to do. I think Missouri walks in there and just grabs them one. I I got the Missouri Tigers Saturday. I, I think they I, I'd up. be impressed. I'm not gonna lie. Because this is really one of those. Uh, this is kind of one of those coin flippers for me. Yeah. Edge or tails. I'm I'm with you. I kind of looked at this for a second. Everything tells me to pick Kentucky, but I'm gonna go against everything that I'm feeling. I got the Tigers going there and grab one. We'll see what happens. I think it's gonna be a fun game. That's one I'm gonna have my eye on. I can promise you. You know what's funny is, so I have Missouri sitting about fourth in the SEC East. Yeah. Obviously behind Tennessee, Kentucky, and Georgia. Yeah. But I didn't have them at five and five and one at this point. If they get to six and one and they beat Kentucky, I think Missouri, obviously, I don't think they'll beat Georgia, but I think they'll give Georgia that little push in the SEC East. Obviously, I think Georgia's going to be undefeated and whatnot. But I would be I, – I, I got to see this. I got to watch this game because yeah. I think this is a really, really good game. I, I think agree. it's a good old-school SEC battle here. This one, it hurt me. Not even going to lie. <laughs> because I really had a lot of faith in Duke. I, I really did. And they lost a the quarterback. Um, and I thought – I really think he's a game changer for, for Duke. You know, I think he could be – a really next level quarterback, right? I didn't have, I had Duke 4 1. I really did. I had them um, losing to Notre Dame. Obviously, I picked Duke to win because I, I couldn't pick Notre Dame. But I, I thought this would be where I could see Duke right now. 4 1, um, headed into this game. I had Duke winning this game preseason, but I got to go Wolfpack here. And mm-hmm. I think the loss of, of Riley Leonard here. Is really what's what's the difference? Um, he, they, they, I'm hoping he's only out a couple weeks. 
Because yeah. I really need them to go into Tallahassee and beat, beat Florida State in a couple weeks. But I like that NC State defense. Offensively, obviously, it's not the best. They're not really going to scare nobody. But I think they do just enough to beat Duke. So I got like a 20 to 16, 22 to 17. I got an odd, ugly number, you know, points. Um, NC State cooks like nine field goals with like two touchdowns type thing. So I'm going Wolfpack here. Yeah, any other time I'm picking I'm picking the Wolfpack in this game. Uh, honestly, just even straight up, especially with a loss of the quarterback at Duke you mentioned, I think it's huge. It's different or something, man. That old boy got them buying in, boy got them believing, and I think it was a bunch of nerds at Duke, man. I think they <laughs> I think they handle business at home, and I, I got the Blue Devils. I would love it. I would love it. I mean, I got time coming off the bye week there, you know. Yeah. So, obviously – the ugly O's from up north travel <laughs> to Purdue. Um, I I don't think this one's close. Uh, Purdue with Coach Brom there, I thought that he did you know a good job there. I could yeah. see Purdue sitting at probably like three and three right now, four and two if he would step in there. Um, I think the Buckeyes will roll in here and take care of business. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, not a whole lot uh, reason to put a whole lot into it. I just think Ohio State is as bad as I hate to say it. I think they keep moving on. Um, you know, I would love to be able to say, uh, "Give me the upset on the road," but it ain't happening. This one ain't happening. Give me the Buckeyes. I would love to pull it out. Oh I'll yeah, prove me wrong, please. I'll be. That's one of them deals. I'll be I, a lot more happier if I'm wrong than if I'm right. So obviously, the game of the week um, probably across the landscape of football, Oregon. Travels up to Washington, both five and zero here. Mm-hmm. This game, I knew who I was gonna pick right away, um, but not just because I don't like that that zero national title holding duck wannabe squeezing orange leg green sock looking whatever you want to call him. I really like Washington. Has. I like I like how they're coached. I like how physical they are. Yep. I like the wide receiver core, and I like the quarterback, obviously, because he's from down here. Yeah. Um, I think this is the game that Washington implements themselves into that that college football playoffs. Yep. And Washington has been my dark horse to make the playoffs. Um, I like what they have out there. I like what they got going on. And I think they beat them. And I, I think it's a good game. I, I got like 38, 35. Yep. I am putting this one completely on – you, my friend, because <laughs> you, before the season started, I want to give you your, your props and your credit. You told me that was your team, man. You said you thought they had a good team. You thought that was your dark horse, like you just now said. Uh, I like what's going on at Oregon this year. I think they got some good things going, but I'm going to put this one on you. I'm going to pick Washington. I got the Huskies, and I'm either going to use you for this one and give you credit when I'm right or I'm going to blame you if I'm wrong. I'm going to ride with the Huskies, man. Give me Washington. I'll take it. I'll be honest with you. Uh, This one here. Syracuse. Obviously. Syracuse. um, (laughs) Listen, I can't pick Uh, Florida State here. Even though I I do, I think, I don't even think it's close. Um, uh, Syracuse literally they need a Rondé Gatson Jr. Um, <laughs> that guy is – he's a difference maker. And yeah. Him being out, like, I think really does. But I cannot pick that that ugly behind school up there. Um, so, obviously, I got the orange here. And <laughs> I got them losing, but I'm, I'm going to pick them for winning because I just – it ain't in me. I, I'll take the L every week. I'm with you. This is why I'll never be perfect and I could never do this for a living. Uh, I'm, no, guaranteed, I'm guaranteed a wrong every week. Every week. Two things here's I'm about, always going to do, pick against them, and I'm always going to pick Miami. So Exactly. And that's why Miami's not up here. Yep. Uh, in about seven weeks, we won't even have that, that game up here. Oh, I'm not picking Florida or Florida State. I, nope. Both of them can just lose as far as I'm nope. concerned. This game here, it kind of – oh, man. I – it, it took me a minute, and I'm still not convinced with UCLA. My my issue with UCLA is they're so inconsistent. Usually when I pick them, they lose. 
and when I don't pick them, they win. <laughs> so I don't really care if either one of these teams win. I just I don't. I, there's nothing for me here. Um, but I'm picking Oregon State. I think the Beavers are going to take it at home. I think that's the only difference maker for me right now is that the game is at home. Yeah, I think Oregon State definitely should be the favorite pick. They're at home, five and one, all that good stuff. But like I said, it's college football and things happen, and I think it happens in this game. So I got UCLA on the rope. So, oh god, another fun game. Um, this one here, I'm still not a believer in Notre Dame. Yep. I think if Riley Leonard is in that game, like he doesn't get hurt, I think they have a really great season. But I believe that loss for Duke falls on their coach as much as like the loss for Mark, like the last week falls on Mario. Because Duke or yeah, Duke should have upset a Notre Dame at that point. Um so I think Notre Dame should be technically four and three right now. But I don't know if Notre Dame can defensively stop USC enough. I know it's on the road. I know it's the South Bend. It's probably going to be nasty up there uh, weather-wise. But I got the Trojans here. Um, I, I think they'll have just enough offense, kind of like what happened with the Colorado game. Yeah. They'll have enough points on the board where they win. Um, I'm just not sure if Notre Dame does that. I don't know if they score enough. Yeah, I, I'm going Notre Dame just because they're home. Uh, honestly, I, Southern Cal, I know they're six and zero, and I get all the smoke behind them, and I get it all. I just I don't think they run the table this year, and somewhere along the way, they're going to have to fumble a little bit. And I think right. it happens this week on the road. Uh, I think Notre Dame going to be cranked up and all that. I think it goes back and forth, but at the end, I, I just think Notre Dame does more than Southern Cal at the end of the game to win. I think it's tight, but I think Notre Dame squeezes. Right. I don't, I don't, I, I can see it. You know, I can see it going both ways here. Right. Obviously, I got to switch up some, a pick here. Um, I know you, you, you decided to, to roll with me. All right. Flip it on me here. Um, but here's our picks this week. Um, so obviously, we'll, we'll see how we do next week and uh, we'll see how, how it rolls. But um, I will say this week, did kind of end up a good week for us um, on the recruiting trail because you land somebody like Nikar who can take the absolute top off any yep. defense. Um, some want to call him a slot receiver. I think he could do it all. I, I mean, I think you could just line him up on the football field and, and let him just rip. Right. Um, huge pickup, man. Taking him from Georgia. I know people go, oh, well, he decommitted. Yeah, but he knew where he was going. Um, Florida State made their pitch, and then Auburn did theirs. And Auburn's still going to recruit them. I think Florida State's still going to recruit them, honestly. Sure, of course. Uh, but I think I, I, that's a huge pickup. Obviously, the top 50 player in the country, I think he's like 53 or whatever. So, huge four-star recruit, um, big-time playmaker on, on the, the boundary. So, I'm, I'm excited about this pickup. Um, but that's not it, man. There's some – some news rolling. Obviously, when this goes live today, Aiden Breland commits. Um, I don't think it's us. Um, if I had to put in a crystal ball, I would probably say Oregon. That I think a lot of those West Coast kids are loving what, what Dan Lane is doing up there, and I can't blame them. Yeah. They're probably going to land Elijah Rushing and a few more guys out there. But um, there's a guy, LJ McCray, just announced that while we're doing this live, this will be Saturday, so Thursday that his top five he's going to announce here in a couple of weeks um, when he's going to commit. It's a battle. It's not over yet. Um, it's still going to be a tough battle. He's got Georgia, Florida State, Florida, Miami on there. Um, I think Auburn's on there. I don't think Auburn's right now in the picture. I mean, obviously anything can happen, but um, I think it's a, it's a battle to, to keep him. Um, long way to go. I would love to have him in his class. That would be a huge get for us. Uh, top five, I think it's a five stars at thirty fourth in the country, and we need D lineman. So I would definitely be thrilled to have him. And then uh, you got a guy like Jeremiah Smith, who's constantly running around and and you know making trips. I know we lost why you had him in the building, why you had Jordan Lyle in the building. 
why you had a Darius Hayes in the building. I, I know it. And those are guys you're trying to flip. But the feedback I got from recruits was actually impressive. They're, mm-hmm. None of them even talked about the loss. Yep. They talked about the heart, the fight, uh, you know, the, the 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 fact that we just didn't lay down. Yeah. You know, and I, I know our fans are going to overreact. And you're going to listen to the media. And you're going to listen to these other trolls and all that. That's cool. If you want to listen to them, I'm go do your thing. But the feedback I got from after that game, listen. If you're in the Discord, you 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 know where I'm at. But um, I would just sit back and watch until December rolls around, and let's see. Because I've been saying it, it's going to be the commitment season. Let's see what happens in December. And and I know, like I said, having Jeremiah Smith there, I get that. But a couple things. Number one, we're not selling these recruits on the fact that we plan on being undefeated this year, right? They know there's going to be struggles. They know things aren't perfect. They know things are on the up, on, on mm-hmm. up and up, and we're making improvements, right? The, another thing, they also know Miami got screwed Saturday, okay? Uh, they know that. It was obvious. It doesn't take a rocket science to see that. You know, it's not like we just came in and laid down. And then anybody on the outside of this program who's not been watching this team for the last few years is going to, you know, the automatic, the knee-jerk reaction is Miami came out and looked bad. Anybody that's been paying attention knows what you said. In the past few years, that's a 21-point loss. It is. that That's a game where, you know, three interceptions, we just lay down and quit. Uh, mm-hmm. that's not a game where TVD throws an interception and then runs the dude down. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not sitting here pushing the moral victory thing and all that, but you've got to take away from that game what it was. We won the football game, and to have it taken away from us like that. But the team didn't quit. Uh, we've got leaders on this team. And a lot of these transfers that we brought in weren't brought in just because their physical attributes, their leadership counts, Matt Lee, Javion Cohen, guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Cam yeah. Kenton's on the defensive side of the ball, the heart and soul of that defense. We've got the right dudes in that locker room. And I think bring that team to Chapel Hill. That's what we want to see show up. And get this thing back going. It's like I keep saying, the whole country wants us you to stay down. Let's ruin their damn day. Let's do that. Let's show up and let's play your day. Yeah, nobody wants to see this, and nobody's expecting to see this. You win on Saturday, so let's show up, handle business, and just get back home. Well, I will obviously be in the comments, so y'all know that. Um, if you're watching this, the like, subscribe, retweet, reput out, whatever you're gonna do. Um, if you're on the podcast, podcast watching us, please go subscribe. Let us know what y'all like, which I don't like. Like I tell y'all all the time. Go follow us on Twitter at Rasta Edits and at D Franklin, um, at underscore D Franklin. I'm sorry. And then Instagram. Um, we got a Facebook group now, our Facebook page, Sebastian Lane. So please go follow, subscribe, do everything you can on there. Tell us what you do, what you don't like. And y'all know the routine, man. As always and forever, it's all about the U.